Yo, what's good? It's Committee Podcast, your boy South 3706. We got Love Killer Trey Marcus Memphis back in the building. What's good, y'all? Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's Love Killer Trey from Mississippi holding it down. Shout out to all our loyal listeners out there. Shout out to Kanisha Lauren, uh, Shayla, our boy Ron, Urban Champ. You know, everybody that's been doing their thing. Um, shout out to Asia. Uh, we're going to go ahead and kick this shit off right. Uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles on uh, Twitter. Just uh, hit me up and we can chop it up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. If you listen, you enjoy it. You know, shout us out. Share with your people. You know, post it on Facebook. You know, comment. We're really interactive. So let us know what's good. If it's trash, let us know. We'll probably roast you, but it is what it is. So speaking of roasting with that terrible transition, it's been a lot going on in the rap scene. More like one-sided. So we got this whole Remy Ma, Nicki Minaj. It's a beef, but I, I, I can't really say it's a beef because it's more one-sided. It's kind of gotten a little out of hand in my opinion, but you know, Marcus Sniffle started off with that. Or you know what? I can go ahead and k- kick it off with it. Um, so far, wow, Remy is just straight burying Nicki Minaj. But I will say, Sheether was a great diss track. And I'm willing to say, in my honest, humble opinion, it's probably in my top five diss tracks of all time. It it could be as high as number two all time. It, it's a great diss track. Yeah, I think, that's, I, I think that's probably putting it a little too high. You yeah, think that's, it's a little that's too high? That sounds yeah. like recency bias. Yeah, actually, I went through, like, just just because that's what I'll do is uh, I went through and I made a, uh, a like, a disc record playlist because I, I was on uh, – I'm a, I'm a sellout because I use Apple Music and not a uh, title. And uh, she threw – Cheaters on uh, Apple Music. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and put this on a playlist and let me build a playlist around a bunch of disc records. And I mean, there's a like, if you just put just like 50 Cent in the game, they've made better disc records than Cheater, just between those two guys. So putting putting Cheater like in your top two was, I think that's a little bit of. Okay, so so okay. Now the game. What what are you talking about? A uh, three hundred bars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you want to talk about the game, it's mostly like his mixtape stuff. But the only the only real disc record that he has that's like available online is a uh, ninety. What's it? Ninety two bars from uh, nineteen ninety two. That's when he was uh, going at Meek Mills. And oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 get to it. We'll, I'm gonna put a pin on the game or whatnot. We're gonna come back to him, but. I'm curious as to why you think this has gone too far. I think it's gone too far because when I listened to another one, um, which I think that dropped yesterday, correct? Uh, on Thursday, March the 2nd. And to me, it was a bit overkill, but I didn't like it because it sounded very reminiscent of Back to Back to Me. even Like the way that she was rapping and just things like that. And it was It was not as sharp. It was not as calculated. It was not as vicious as Sheetha. And it came right back without any rebuttal from Nikki. I mean, Nikki dropped her two, three lines from Make Love 
and hasn't responded since and you drop two straight on her like that seems like a bit of overkill and like i said i could see if she dropped another one first and then came with sheetha but doing it this way it's like another one does not compare to sheetha at all yeah part part of that is is you got to strike while the iron's hot while the attention's on you like hey you know we got these singles that are out you know maybe they'll click on this next while they're on the we're on the beef track. So you'll look at the same thing with the whole Joe Budden Drake thing. Joe Budden put out like 30 diss tracks against Drake. You know what I'm saying? Again, in the same breath, he had an album that he was in the in the middle of promoting. Some people would say like, hey, he's using that as a promotion tool. I mean, which in, in fairness, why not? You know what I'm saying? You're trying to make money sell records. Does, but... does Remy have an album to promote though? No, nah, they yeah. got two singles though. He got, got Plato Palma that came out uh, last month. I think, or uh, it came out in January, or was it December? I believe. Which I heard did not do well at all. So it didn't. Yeah. But hey, since it's still a newer album with this buzz, I'm sure people are checking it out though. Since it well, is I, a more recent. Well, album. Here, 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 here's the thing, though. I understand the whole you know you got to strike while the iron's hot. But like last night, I got on got on Twitter and it was saying the number one trending topic was that was trash, Remy. And that was in response to another one. So it was almost like, was it worth putting that extra song out that wasn't that clearly wasn't as good as uh, Sheeter? Sheeter was a seven-minute like dissection of Nicki Minaj's career, her family, ghostwriting, uh, surgery, who she slept with, all that. Seven minutes of just like body blows, and then she comes back with another one. And it was just like, it was kind of playing on the the back-to-back type style. And it it wasn't that good. It was like, you know, three minutes. And it just was kind of like, oh, you're not going to respond to me? How come you haven't responded to me? How come you're not talking to me? And And here's another diss. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm going to keep dissing you until you diss me back. And it just kind of, to me, when when she did that, it it looked, I don't want to say it looked desperate, but it just wasn't as good as Sheether, which is, it's going to be hard to, to follow up Sheether, but another one, it felt rushed. It felt like, okay, well, she's not going to respond. Let me go ahead and just put something out real quick. Well, no, and I will say another one is a decent diss track on its own. Um, when I really listened to it, I, I kind of felt like Sheether would be the equivalent to Drake's back-to-back, whereas the um another one would be like charged up you know it's gonna be forgettable like i mean because drake dropped two back-to-back uh this is and back-to-back was on fire charged up wasn't so i kind of felt like it was the same way except she did it the opposite way like it just didn't make sense why would you drop sheether which in my mind is a surefire classic and then come right back out with this another one that's just Subpar, and I did check, guys. Uh, Plata Opomo did come out February 17th, so it is still a newer album, it hasn't been out a month yet. So maybe they're trying to get that buzz for, for that CD, which by all means they say has kind of flopped so far. I think they said it did 77,000 first week or something trash. Uh, I, I, debuted I, I, at 44, I mean, but they're, in, they're, they're independent though, so that's you can't look at the numbers like that. But so Fat Joe's a huge name. Come on, we, we can't bro, even do Fat, that. Fat, Fat, Joe, Fat Joe was a huge name, he was, but still, he, he's, yeah, a, he's a household yeah. name in rap. 7,000, come on. I think the thing that's dis- right. that's disappointing about another one is that you've 
I feel like Remy Ma is a better rapper than that. It, it almost looks like she put she put out the best disc record that she ever made. That's like it's it's almost like okay, this is the best that I got. And then she comes back around with like pretty much she pretty much went from destroying someone with like body blows, body blows, uppercuts, like you're killing this person. And then you come back with like, you know, a slap on the wrist. And it's like, it's kind of a letdown on, on Remy Ma's side. Like obviously there's, you know, Nikki's side where she has done literally nothing but tweet through this. Like it's not happening. Well, allegedly she had body blows. Some people are saying the Papoose might roll both of us this track. So, and then Love Killer Trey, you're, you're a bit reckless with the, the classic word. Let's let's chill out. Uh, it's not a big, a big, I mean, like I said, can you guys off the top of your name, give me five disc records that you think are, are better? Again, you can't, you can't. Well, I'd, I'd go with Ether, back to back, 92 bars, Takeover, Ludacris's verse on Stomp. Um, oh, no, you can't, you can't include that. That was one verse. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, 92, it was 90, legit, though. 92 bars wasn't even the game's best diss on Meek Mill. The Ooh remix killed that song, so I'm not going to give you 92 bars. Okay, but is that better? His list, but is, that so. better is that better? Yeah, it's his list, but I could, I could debunk his list. Okay, but that is though, is that song not better than she You know what? I'm just going to be honest. I feel like you guys are both sexist. I'm just going to put it all out there. Y'all oh, are wow. sexist against a woman. I can Look. see if you gave me Ether, which I listened to both songs back to back. Nas was not talking about Jay-Z very much at all. And actually, I, I listened to the song right before we came on. I've been kind of listening to um, that whole battle beef between them. If Jay-Z had a drop Blueprint 2, that song, earlier on in that beef, instead of waiting so long, he would have killed Nas. Nas you know, fuck, fuck Jay-Z and all that. It, it, he had some cool bars, but he wasn't really staying on target. I, I wouldn't even put Ether in my top five. Yeah, with Ether, with Ether, there was no facts. All he was was like, you know, playground shit, like, oh, yeah. Oh, you got big, you got big lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay-Z was giving facts. That's, that's was, to me yeah. what makes it a better district. Not, Nas was pretty much clowning Jay-Z, and, and Jay-Z was giving him, like, pretty much like hard facts that he you can't refute it's like yo i you like i paid for this i'm getting paid for this kind of stuff and you did not you didn't get paid for this for this the uh music that you made and uh i think the thing that kind of saved Nas because i i recently you know re-listened to like ether and takeover and i i think the thing that uh that uh helped Nas that was i think i think the beat was better than than takeover the beat on ether but i don't think it was better than blueprint 2 the the beat for the song blueprint 2 and which of course game came back on 300 bars and dissed as like i think the last track victory lap he dissed 50 cent on that beat on that one as well i mean yeah mm. yeah 300 bars is fire like that that is the why that <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's Yo, pretty it's pretty hard to like, go through it's pretty hard to like go talk about like all the uh disc record game has made because he's made so many like he could make a full album of all his disc records and man said it's lloyd bank's mama upstairs <laughs> 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 So this well, shit's if I see Lloyd Banks, it's going down, down. So like yeah. it's the best of Vanessa Williams. 
<laughs> he's like, oh, you hear that? What was that, thing? What was that girl's name in, in Judah? Uh, Olivia? Yeah, he's like, oh, you're in Olivia. Olivia. That shit was garbage. <laughs> he was clowning. Oh, my God. Yo, that, that shit, that dis, that, that's in my top. It's in my top stuff that I, I had to say five. I can run that. I can listen to that track like it's a real song. Like, yo, this this is, I guess a diss track, but it's so fire, though. Like, yo, like, yeah. I Again, I think you have to let, when you say class, you have to see if it stands the test of time. Like, are you going to be talking about Sheetha next year? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I would. I think it, as far as women, I, I don't think there's from, a single. Five years from now? You know as what far saying? as like, women in rap, there, there's no first, better diss track than that. You have to think Takeover came out in two thousand one, and it's still highly relevant these days. It's been almost what sixteen years or so. So that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like when you say even, classic, you got to give it some time to breathe. And even like, and even with Ether, Ether came out in two thousand, like late two thousand one, also, and they're still using that. Like, yeah, she, she clearly wouldn't. Like she, she pretty much used that either. same name, so it's like, you know, that's how that's how influential those two uh records were because like you know over 10 years from now people are still using that well they like still, i said they still reference will... if you get beat if you get if you're in a rat beef and people think that you lost they call it getting ethered like it's that's how big ether was and now still side, sidebar on that shout out to um at three girls one Corey, who said on twitter hashtag sheether can somebody please pronounce this word or tell me what the fuck it means? Oh, God. Like, Wait, what's her name again? It's, it's a dude. It's at three girls, one Corey. So I'm going to word you with the worst tweet of the week because how don't you how don't you put those two things together? Now he came back and was like, oh, shoot. Like he realized what, what he had said, but, bro, that's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. So he almost got blocked up. I'm going to let him live, but, yeah. Yeah, bro. three girls, one Corey. You, you need to get it together. I, Come on, man. Do, do your research. Well, just just in, go in all, in all fairness, he's a Falcons fan. We've had, had some rough times or whatever. Is he white? So, I mean, it is what Wait, it no, is. No, no, no. Is, is he white? That's not that's not relevant. Yes, that is gonna, relevant. I would almost. Black, I would, I would almost black cars getting pass. pulled. I would almost give him a pass if he was white. I'd be like, yeah, okay, uh, maybe, yeah. he just, maybe he just don't know. Like, I could almost let that slide. But if you black and you're saying, I don't understand what a disc record called Sheathers referencing, like, get well, out of here. I don't think he knew what it was. He just, I, I guess, saw him timeline. I was like, you serious? And he, no, no, he's like, yes, is she the arm? Like, yeah. I had to keep him moving at that yeah. point. But sometimes, shout out to him. sometimes you just, just don't press send. Just, just keep it moving. Hey, you got <laughs> hey, to send it right to the drafts and let, let it marinate for a couple of days. Yeah. But the timeline, like, cool to help. I would ask, like, I mean, it's been a good almost a week now, and Nicki Minaj has not even acknowledged what Remy has done. Is is this this is a bad look for her, right? I mean, more more of a bad look is those uh, side by side pictures, those before and after pictures. Those are those are bad looks. So <laughs> if y'all haven't seen that, yeah, check out check out the Twitter timeline. And that's why I feel that it maybe went too far because Remy posted that picture and then deleted it. So I guess she maybe somewhere in her heart of heart she felt, you know what, this ain't right. Everybody knows she had plastic surgery, but I mean, it's kind of low hanging. It's kind of low hanging fruit. It, it is, but come on, Nick. was what it you, the picture doing? With feature? Was it was it? No, 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 no. You didn't see the, the the back page profile picture Nicki Minaj posted. Like yo, like 
not wow. from what I've heard about the back page from Love Killer Trey. That's that's the kind of poses and pictures that, Whoa, that the women now. from, that from the women, El Breezy nine oh four. That the women from El Breezy nine oh four. Let's get that straight. He was looking like a straight tater thought, bro. Like I was like, yo, why are you doing this? And first of all, who took that picture? Who gave her that picture? There's a lot of investigating these going on, but Safari. Damn Safari. Big up <laughs> Safari. But yeah, it is a bad look. I mean, you, if you try to say you got bars, you spit, are you the top female MC in the game? Like you can't let that slide. That's just dis- disrespectful. That's disrespectful to yourself. Like, yo, like, again, you're you're not at the level where you can swap people off like that. Because when's when's the last album Nicki Minaj well, put out? You know what I'm saying? Like, she, well, I don't know. it I seems don't like know. she's crossed crossed over to be more like pop mainstream. She's doing TV shows, you know, clothing wise. Doesn't seem like rap's her biggest focus. Maybe she was more, I guess, hungry, you know, still maybe actively rapping that maybe she would have came back with a quick rebuttal like, hey, I'm I'm not having this. You know, so let's let's nip this in the bud. But you know, to to the common fan, common Nikki fan, they're gonna ride for her regardless. But people that really enjoy hip hop like that, enjoy the battle. This to me, this is this is great for the game, but it's not great when it's one sided and one person well, is clearly no, in, at this in, point in her, in using her it for promotion. So in in her no defense, defense. Foxy Brown has come out with a diss against Remy Ma out of nowhere. You Bro, know, I think on, she was talking on. about the miscarriage. Hold up. Did you even did you listen to that? No, but I read it's, the transcript. Yeah, it's about like a forty five second diss track, and it is awful. <laughs> like it's there was no reason for that. Like, Foxy Brown could have just sat this out. There was, a, like, she just recently had a baby. Like, go be a mother. Don't don't step into this. This, is, this was none of your business. This had nothing to do, to do with you. Like, Remy threw a slight shot at Foxy on uh, Sheether, but it, it didn't warrant, you know, you taking uh, the takeover beat and trying to insert yourself into this beef, and then to to throw a line in there about you know you know uh, Remy Ma having a miscarriage, like I mean obviously there's like you know there's kind of a no holds bar thing, but there, I mean, there there's rules to the game a little bit. Like at some point you go too far, and if you if you if all you got is forty five seconds of slop, and then talking about someone had a miscarriage. Oh just no, just don't do that. You could have left that at, at home. Could have left stuff. it out. Could have left it out. Like there's uh, no need for that. I did look up. Okay, so Nicki Minaj last CD came out in 2014, so it has been a while. The pink print. Well, b- before you get to that, you're you're probably gonna have to explain to some of the listeners who Foxy Brown is because they're probably like, okay, who, who oh, is this? This Foxy? No, 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 I, no. My bad. Did I say Foxy Brown? I mean Nicki Minaj. No, no, no. You did. I'm just saying before you before you browse over that, you're gonna have to explain to people who Foxy Brown is because before well, today, Brown, before be, before yeah. before Marcus Sniffles even mentioned that, I can't even tell you the last time I thought about Foxy Brown. Like, I didn't know she was still out here like that. I know she used to do a lot of songs with Jay Z. And uh, she was on that case, touch me, tease me. But I mean, Foxy Brown has been irrelevant for so long. I mean, I think she was trying to be the queen of hip hop back when Lil Kim was kind of running things. But I don't know if that really, I, I, I just don't know. But I mean, she was she was a straight little rapper, but it's been a long time since Foxy Brown has done okay, it. Well, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If somebody put a gun to your head and said, hey, you recite a Foxy Brown verse, 
word for word, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Would you live or die? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to get that motherfucker. Cause I could tell you one Foxy Brown verse. Man, if you not, told even, not even eight bars. I could tell you a Nicki verse. I, well, I could probably hit you with my verse off lean back. But if you could, Foxy if, Brown couldn't do it. If you asked me to tell you like the name of Foxy Brown's last album or any album she's ever released, I'd, I'd be dead also. And that's no, it's no slight to her. It's just kind of, kind of the point that, hey, I must say, I, I, I know rap music pretty well, but I mean, I guess I think I could ask nine out of 10 people that same question outside of the state of New York or the city of New York. And they'd probably be like, uh, yeah, I, need to yeah I, I, I don't, I don't know if we can really, I don't even know if it's worth giving Foxy Brown any more, any more time or whatnot. But I, I guess my, my other question would be is, do you do you want Nikki to respond to Remy Ma? Like, does anybody want to hear that? I'm I'm here. I'm here for the fuck shit. So yes, I I like to see where, where what what depth she go to try to you know recover her image after that beating. So. Yeah, I would I would actually want to hear. I I would want to hear it too. Yeah, I I. I I feel like she has to, but then there's a part of me just just based on what I'm seeing from her on like social media, it doesn't seem like she's going to, but that also ties into how things are nowadays with social media. It's a thing where you you want things to happen instantly. You want things immediately, you want things fast, you want a response quickly. Like when uh um takeover when jay-z did takeover he did like the first verse to takeover in, in summer jam and then the whole song came out in september and then um nas didn't respond until like two months later so there was a lot of time between those two uh diss tracks and nobody was like yo is nas gonna do so i don't remember people saying what is nas waiting for it was one of them things where we were more patient back then now it's like someone drops a seven minute song about your whole life an hour later we're like okay nikki you're gonna do something about it you're gonna drop a song you're gonna do anything it's yeah it's, we, we want to hear time, that time, times have definitely changed since back then and i i don't know if that's for the for the better or not it's, sometimes it is and sometimes it's like i don't know well you don't have enough time to really perfect your craft and do what you want to do i mean i, I look at it as like look at future future dropped two albums in what three weeks two weeks you know you kind of expect with with all of the capabilities that we have and with the amount of money that she has and even if you do have ghostwriters or just people to help you collaborate within a week you should be able to come up with something even if it's just i'm gonna take two minutes drop 116 and i'm out i'm gonna talk noise 116 two minutes i'm out Okay, well, you can't really use the future thing because that's that's more of a business move. Like he's clearly well, trying yeah, to get I'm into that, saying, that rock. Still, that's people, what you're just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do have the capability to. There's people that can make like full flesh tracks on their cell phones in 2017. They can record a track in your cell phone. Like, I yeah, there is no excuse to not say anything. And I think that is good where we have that capability because again, you you get it when it's fresh. Like when you're, you first hear the beef, you got the juices flowing. Oh, she said this. She said that. I'm gonna use this beat. 
I got these bars ready. If, you, if y'all out here spitting and rapping like y'all say y'all is, y'all got the hottest bars. Like, I mean, you could record something on your on YouTube or your your voice recorder on your phone and put out something. Y'all could have been beatboxing on the table. Like, that's also not, the not thing. It's hard. like a couple, you know, a couple months ago, Nicki Minaj brought back her uh, Barbie chain, and like I've one of my homegirls put me on a Nicki when she was still doing mixtapes. So that's that was back in the mixtape. Nikki days and that's what she was rocking that Barbie chain so it's like when you wear when she wears that people that have been following her for that long realize okay she's about to get back to rapping like the rappy rap mixtape bars Nikki and someone for someone to diss her and for her to not respond to that it's almost like okay like are, are you just out here fronting or do you think you're too do you think you're too big to respond to Ruby Ma like I understand that Remy Ma is not a household name compared to Nicki Minaj, and I understand Nicki Minaj has a bigger, bigger fan base. No, and... don't don't give me that shit. No, 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 she I, shot I, the bars first. No, I, this is what I'm saying. I understand that Nicki has a bigger fan base, makes more money, sells more albums, is on uh, more you know commercials, is more relevant. But the thing is, is every great rapper has had to go has had to go through this. It's almost like. It's part of the game. If you're on top, if you claim you're on top, someone is going to come for you, no matter who you are. And a lot of people came at Jay-Z. He didn't respond to everybody, but he did respond to, he did respond, or he started it off with Nas. He, but see, he has, even he has with, responded with like a Jay-Z, like he'll, he'll drop just a bar here and there, and that's all he has to do. Like when 50 Cent um, back in uh, Def, Jeff Jam summer, what was yeah. it, 2001, 2002? I'm about, a, I'm about a dollar with the fuck is 50 cents. Yeah, that's all he had to do to dismiss that whole thing. But, with but, he still, that, but that's my thing. Who was 50 Cent back then? 50 Cent was really... 50, 50 Cent wasn't 50 Cent. He was just a mixtape guy. But Jay-Z still... Jay-Z was a multi-platinum the biggest rap star on the planet and he felt the need to I, I have to respond to this guy and if jay-z is not big enough to respond to somebody then Nicki minaj is not she's not she hasn't reached that level to where she can just be like oh i ain't got to respond to you i'm too big for that yeah she needs to respond to this i'm just looking through a who's who of, of foxy brown first she hasn't released an album since 2001 um so yeah uh, she's pretty much beef with any and every major girl, uh, woman, rapper. Uh, we got Little Kim, Queen Latifah, Queen Pan, whoever that is. Corrupt? Oh, her and Corrupt were engaged. I'm sorry. Eve, Ja Rule, Remy Ma, Jackie O. She, she has a long list of people that she's beef with. Like I said, she hasn't released an album since 2001, so eh, she's pretty much irrelevant. And that's probably why that forty-five second disc was trash, but it is yeah, what it is. That's kind of the that's kind of the 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 negative side of being able to put out music whenever you want to. Because like, if this was the nineties, Remy Ma would have or not Remy Ma, Foxy Brown would have had to that that verse would have had to go through a lot of people before it saw the air. It wouldn't have just been like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the studio or I'm just gonna record this on my phone and put it out immediately. Because that's almost what it sounded like. It almost sounded like. She recorded it on her phone and just s- tweeted out the link to it, and it, it wasn't good. It just wasn't. It wasn't good at all. 
Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Foxy I, Brown, please retire. Yeah, it's like she didn't need to do that. She just came in and just took an L for no reason. Like, <laughs> no reason. No one was talking about you. Took an for nothing. She took an L for nobody. Like no one was talking about you. It was almost like that picture of uh, like Jay Z and Alicia Keys when they were performing at the uh, at some award show when Little Mama came on the stage. Took like, that L for nothing. Yeah, Foxy Brown was pretty much Little Mama just trying to fit in. It's like no, this is not for you. You're not a part of this. Go sit down in your seat and enjoy the show. That's all she had to do. Uh, the the thing that I'm intrigued by and you know trying to keep my eye on when it comes to this uh remy and nikki beef is what the game has been doing lately on instagram and what nikki's been doing on instagram obviously nikki's just been posting pictures posting videos of you know of her thirst trapping which is you know eating ass that's what he's which is which is you know do what you got to do you know that's that's her brand that's what you enjoy that's that's your somebody told me once it's like eating a good steak but regardless of that uh the game is kissing ass right now um seems like he's doing whatever he can he's dissing meek mill and Kind of trying yeah. to co-sign with her, and it's like, bro, you coming off looking mad thirsty doing well, all the this. Thing, the, thing, the thing with game is like, he unfollowed everybody on Instagram. He only follows Nicki Minaj on Instagram. Some of the things that he posts, you can tell when like a big name person likes something. Nicki Minaj has liked a lot of his stuff. The game has liked a lot of liked a lot of her stuff, and it does almost look a little like he's trying to get in where he fits in. But also, but I, I think, heard Future had the fast track though. I mean, it is what it is. But my thing is with game is that I feel like he's just waiting. He's waiting for an opportunity to jump into this. Like, you know, like when you're doing double dutch and you're kind of hopping, just waiting for that, for your time to jump okay, in. Okay, so if he hops in, what, is he going to go after Remy Ma? Or is it he going after Papoose? It don't matter with him, I don't think. I don't think it, I don't think he cares. If so he she- sees... If he sees a beef going on, I feel like he just gravitates to it, and he's just gonna stand by until someone says something that he perceives as a as a slight. Game is a hell of a diss rapper. He's a great rapper in general. Papoose got some bars, so I mean, if if he's coming for that one, that's that's gonna be a fight. The thing is, Game got bars too. Like Game went in on Meek Mill, solely on the fact that Meek Mill dissed Drake, and Drake happens to be friends with the Game. Like if you diss the game's friend, the game is going to eat you alive from the, like he's going to come from the side and blindside you. So that's, I, 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 if I could put, if I could put money on it, I'm willing to bet that the game will either diss Remy Ma, diss or try to bait Papoose into a, he's, the game is going to get involved in this and there's going to be a game diss record involved in this whole situation at some point. I really hope the game is not trying to do this to get next to those dirty, deflated, dusty ass cheeks, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> bro, you, you can do much better. So, I mean, yeah, I I think we'll keep an eye on that. If game does put out this track again, I'm with it. I want to hear the diss tracks. I like hearing the back and forth between rappers. I like them actually spitting and not tweeting through it and posting words on Instagram and stupid stuff like that. So. But yeah, don't don't use social media to uh, handle your beefs, man. Get put it on wax, you know. You know, handle it like some gangsters. So, yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Shotty. Little before we go on to the next topic, 
um, came with one of the realest diss tracks of all time, Dun Dun. All he had to say was, nigga say from the west side. Well, goddamn, must be two sides. You know, sometimes that's all you got to say. Right Prove now. somebody's fake. All right, you shorty LO. So, all right, so everybody everybody in here has, you know, I, I'm assuming, I mean, Love Killer Trey is a heathen. So Whoa. everybody everybody here at some point has been to church. And with, with churches, sometimes they like to have, you know, special rules, you know, certain circumstances, things they want you to do and not do, things they want you to abide by. So while on the Twitter machine, I saw a story, an outrageous story. I don't even know if it's true because I, I didn't really uh, – it says it's from a local news station, so I mean, it could be true. So pretty much what it was saying is that there's a church in North Carolina that limits uh, their married couples to 30 minutes of intercourse. I don't know if that's per day, per week, per month, per year. Yeah, so uh, some of the other things they said was that these couples not only are only allowed to have 30 minutes of intercourse, there is no foreplay, and a missionary position is the only position that's authorized. <laughs> uh, if this is not abided by, you will be uh, sent away from the church. Also, it says on their wedding night, couples are only permitted, quote, a godly peck in the cheek. When they get in the be bed together, they are only, <laughs> they must, they must roll over and go to sleep. Oh, along with Along with no foreplay, the lights must be off. So, yeah. And they also pass out condoms in their church to make sure there's no unapproved sex and unapproved pregnancy. So I'd like to hear what you guys have to think about that and will y'all be joining that congregation? I will I will not be joining that, con that congregation. Uh, <laughs> is, I, is missionary like the godly position or something? Why Why is it that position? Why isn't it? Why didn't they pick like reverse cowgirl or doggy style or? Well, or, because or like a lot else. of times it's uh, A and E missionary Baptist church missionary <laughs> this mission, so they want to keep it as holy as possible. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's in the name. Like you're, you're okay, on a mission. I, you're on a I, mission I, to procreate when they allow you to. When they, I didn't even. Know. I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. Now I don't want to be racist here, but is this is this a black church? I mean, doesn't the, sound like it. the picture that I saw, it it had you know Caucasians, you know, probably you know, mixed church and a Caucasian church. You know, and in these Donald Trump times, we need to be you know, we need to, you know be united as a race. But yeah, I believe they were Caucasians, but so y'all wouldn't be interested in even checking it out. Maybe, maybe they have, maybe there's some secret, uh, secret powers in going by these rules. Like, what do you think? I'm gonna give my take real quick. If it was me. I would not be joining this congregation. Uh, I mean, it just, it just, I don't think as my pastor, as my reverend or, or whatever, I don't need you to dictate my sex life by saying I can only do X, Y, Z positions. I mean, the, I mean, we could procreate in any which way position. It's, um, all, it's all the same. Yeah, it's all, it's all the skeet skeet and that's it. Uh, 30 minutes, you said per day? They didn't specify, so I don't know if this is 30 minutes per session, per day, per month, per week, like... I mean, if, it's 30, you... if, it's, if it's 30 minutes per day, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. That's that's fine. But what about if it's the weekend and you want to do two-a-days and three-a-days? I mean, you got to split it up between two 15-minute sessions, you know? You got to... But 
only missionary? <laughs> That's just weird. My God. Like real, I'm finna, I'm finna climb up in my full suited pajamas and and I'm gonna unfold the little flap and stick my pants in you. And we're we're not gonna be naked and we're gonna have on socks and be fully clothed when I'm finished. Keep I'm not even gonna off. get you a towel. Yeah, yeah the, lights the lights will be off. lights will be off. Clap on, clap off those lights and go to sleep. Give a godly cool. peck. Get a godly you, peck. You're not gonna be clapping and clapping off them cheeks because you're gonna be on top. So, nah. Yeah, ain't no cheeks, ain't no cheeks clapping. There'll be no, right? there'll be no uh, cheek <laughs> clappage going on. So yeah, nah, uh, you, you can't let the church run you like that. But here in North Carolina, we have uh, tantra shops here. If you guys, oh, never heard actually, it's funny you say that the church is in North Carolina. So yeah, is there, is there something I, I you need to tell us? Is there something you need to tell us? I, I don't know, but we track? have tantra shops where you, can, you and your wife, or you and your significant other can come get the full tantra experience and afterwards have a private session with the the sensei or master it, for a cost to me well that sounds ooh. sounds illegal hey. but it's not yeah that sounds like a, a back page ad gone wrong but um i don't know it sounds like a, it sounds more cultish to me like i know i heard about a church the other day that i was invited to where the males and females are on opposite sides of the church. I'm like that. That doesn't seem right at all. Like, it, that seems very weird. And I I called it a cult, and then somebody else that heard about that church said the same thing. So I'm like, yep, not for me. Again, if that's your religious practice, that's cool. You know, we're not shaming anybody with religious beliefs. Yeah, I don't. You do, I don't want to. You do what makes you happy. But for me, there's a, there's a couple boxes that I have to check, and those that's that that ain't for me. That's, I mean, that's, that's like, I, I also don't want to judge anybody by their religious preferences, but I just don't understand what, how, how does, how does that whoever's in charge of that church, I guess the pastor, the deacon, or the priest, or whatever, how does he making those rules and dictating those rules to you at your house? How does that? you know, bring you closer to God? You know, how is only 30 minutes of sex a day or a week going to better you as a person? How does doing it only missionary style, how is that going to make you a better person? Why do you, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people feel the need for an outside person to come into their own home and dictate to them how they live their life. Like if, if, if they have to abide by these kinds of rules or laws or whatever they call it in, in the church, who's to say that that pastor isn't going to say, hey, you know, you have to, you can only work for certain companies. You can only eat certain food. Like, how far does this go? He's already controlling your sex life as a married couple. If Does he control where you work? Does he control what movies you can see? What 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 you can do on the weekends. Obviously, yeah. He, he probably does control a lot of that. And my thing is exactly what you're saying. How how far and deep does this go? Does this go into, like I know one thing that's prevalent in some of our churches is we have some of our pastors that, you know, engage in some pretty unholy activities. And it's like if they have control of your sex life, who's to say that the pastor's not like, okay, well, since I'm a man of God for you to be delivered, you need to have sex with me. Got to. Not be my next. 
to please God, you need to please his vessel and I am his vessel. So you need to please me to be, in order to please God. It's kind of like, it's a very slippery slope. And I, and, and like Love Killer was saying, I don't want, I don't want somebody from the outside dictating what I do with my dick. Like, let me have that. I can do that. I can handle that part. I've got it under control. I would actually, if they had announced that and I was a new member to the church, I'd actually just get up and walk out. I'd just be like, I, I can't do this. This is weird. I'm like, yep, that's my time. See you later, guys. Thanks for the invite. Well, I got to go. Well, shout out to uh, Spindale, North Carolina. So if you're ever in that area, you need to find a church home, go there. I highly would recommend it. And shout out to their preacher, priest, Jane Whaley, who also is in charge of arranging these controlled marriages so it seems like there's some sort of weird control thing going with that church I'm, I'm willing to bet that like if you have like kids and stuff like that or if you have like a daughter it's probably one of those like arranged marriages kinds of deals like where the daughter can't go out and date and find you know someone that she likes it's one of the things where the dad goes out and is like hey you know i'll let your son date my daughter and we can have some kind of arrangement here where, you know, we can increase, you know, our family business or something like that. It doesn't see, it seems like a very controlling, constricting environment. And it doesn't seem it like the more I think about it, the more like I'm kind of worried about these people. Cause I don't know what's going to happen to them. If, if they're listening, if they're abiding by these rules where it's like, you can only do these certain things. And it appears to be like, it appears to be there's punishment. If you, if you have sex for 31 minutes or yeah, okay so <laughs> this is definitely a cult the population of spindale north carolina according to 2010 census is 4321 people so maybe they have to arrange the marriages to make sure that you're not marrying one of your cousins or brothers or something like that so maybe maybe there's maybe there's a reason for this maybe there's they're, a reason they're just trying to help out the community i guess hey, you know what shout out to shout out to spindale Oh, they have no famous people in there. All right, well, there you go. So, yeah, I, I just know for me on that church. So, but yeah. Yeah, publicly rebuked, subjected to violence. It's like, come on now. Like, I feel like that, that those those things should be optional if you want to go to a church. Like, I, if you want to go to a church, I, I, I understand having to abide by certain rules or trying to live a certain lifestyle, but... I feel like that stuff should be optional. And if if I opt out of it, I shouldn't be I shouldn't have to worry about getting my ass whooped for it. Makes sense. Love to the what what else you gotta say about that? You good, man? Uh overall, I'm yeah, I'm good. I if you ever go to a church, you see any weird things happening, don't be a what was his name? June Jones, James Jones, Jim Jones? Jim Jones. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. Just get get out, like the movie said. Get out. Get the fuck out. Like, no, nah, oh, you're not oh, gonna. Okay. You're not gonna. Well, I mean, hey, that was a great movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, what were y'all thoughts on that? I'm, Fantastic yeah. movie. Fantastic movie. I really, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of, I, I think. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, yeah. If you if you see the movie, get on Google and just kind of look for written reviews. There's a lot of people that wrote some very interesting things that I missed the first time I saw it. There's a lot of little intricacies and little details that people caught up or caught up on and they kind of enhanced that 
the the viewing the viewing experience. It's kind of like them little Easter eggs, whatever little things you might not have noticed the first time, and then you read those things, you're like, your mind is blown by it. Well, one of the things that I like, it was it was cool. It was a good movie. The I I heard that people were well, specifically white people were trying to say the movie was racist. Honestly, I didn't feel that way. I mean, it, it kind of pointed out some things that, you know, maybe white people, the way they may act, you know, some of the stereotypes treating black people as black before they're actually people, like, you know, that you have to appeal to whatever the quote-unquote black side is, start for sports, all the stereotypes of black people being stronger, faster, cool, hip, you know, more sexually enhanced or whatever. But... To say this racist, I don't know if it's because some of the things that happened with uh, some of the characters, but had the people been purple, brown, you're going to do what you have to do to whoever is, you know, trying to cause you harm. So I don't see why it was, you know, people would say it was a racist movie towards white people. So I, that that was my big thing. It was a cool movie. Uh, uh, the director, he's supposed to make some more movies. Uh, they go oh, shout out to Jordan Peele, by the way. Jordan yeah. Peele, yeah, they make more social, social horror movies like that. So, with the success of this one, hopefully that uh, leads to bigger and better things. He only had a like a four million dollar budget, also. So yeah, and they've already got thirty four million in the first week and some change. So, yeah. So, I feel yeah. sure. What are your thoughts? My thought: I've seen the movie three times, so of course, God dang. man, look, it was so good. Like, I had to take a friend and take a friend. Um, if I could, I would have did like Chance the Rapper and bought out of theater and let everybody see it. I thought it was just really good. I like some of the plays uh, as far as words that they did on certain stereotypes that we commonly hear, such as like the Tiger Woods thing with golf and, you know, Obama and different things like that. I just really thought it was a good movie. It was something very different. And it's good to see a movie made, written, a screenplay directed, produced by a brother that doesn't fit into your standard uh, stereotypes of black films. There was no ghetto-ness. There, it was not, it, it was funny, but it wasn't like your cheesy comedy. Or this. So I, I really did like it a lot. So if you have a little extra money and a little extra time, catch it at a matinee. It's a wonderful movie. Or yeah, if you're at another movie, just sneak into it when it's over. Save, you, save yourself a couple of dollars. That's what I did. I, I wouldn't saw that. I saw the matinee. I saw it for five dollars. So that's that's how I do it. And I would. I, I'm kind of the whole thing with like you know, people saying the movie's racist. It's 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 pretty annoying to hear stuff like that, just because historically there have been there are numerous there have been numerous times where white actors have played characters that historically were not white or you know what whatever the movie is based on that person was not white but they got a white person to play it and i could name like maybe three off the top of my head that are recent uh ghost in the shell is an anime it's a japanese you know anime cartoon comic book it's based off of japanese characters and the starring role is Scarlett Johansson, who is clearly not Japanese. They made a movie about the Great Wall of China, about who saved the Great Wall of China from these mystical dragons. 
and Matt Damon is in the starring role and he is clearly not Chinese. And Doctor Strange, the the the, the white lady that played the uh, the sorcerer in the comic books, she's an Asian woman. And for the movie, she's played by a white woman. So it's kind of like you can cry about, you know, movies being racist all you want, but for historically we have had we've had to watch movies about people that live in Egypt being portrayed by blue-eyed, blonde-haired white people. And that's clearly not what the people in Egypt look like. They're it's it's just annoying. Like I could go on and on about that, but that's just at some point you need to just sit down and be like, hey, there are certain people out there who have not got a chance to get their story told. The only story they've had told is from the white perspective and it's time for someone else to get get some shine, get a turn. Let, let's let other people do some things. And you guys just sit down and just, you've had your turn. Like, just step aside. Guys, I just, I know that we moved past this, but... I, I thanks to South Breeze, I pulled up uh, "Welcome to Word of Faith Fellowship," uh, which is the church that he was talking about in Spindale. Some of these rules, uh, wow! Um, don't be late for a service or function. Don't get up to go to the bathroom during service. Uh, don't park in the first handicapped space unless approved. Don't buy a house without Jan's approval. Don't bring snacks of dark drinks or, or chocolate. Did you say don't, don't don't buy a house? Yeah, you can't buy a house unless Jan approves it. Don't Jan? buy a car unless Sam approves it. Who's Jan Sam? Jan Whaley is the pastor of this church. Oh my uh, goodness! Don't smoke cigarettes. Don't drink cheer wine. Don't don't drink root beer. I'm willing. I'm willing to bet that his brother or someone in his family is a real estate agent, and you have to buy a house through that person. Yeah. Don't wear don't wear on anything with Nike on it. Nothing. Don't wear black tennis shoes. Don't wear white tennis shoes. Don't wear high cut boots. Men, don't let your hair get too long or unkept. Don't allow your facial hair to grow. No beards of any type. No not, pork not, chop not, sideburns. I'm not, not sure why they're, why they're hating on Nike so hard. <laughs> why they gotta, I, I don't know, but they like, are just... They even wear, said... If you, you have to, if you have to go to a wedding or a church, I mean, a wedding or a funeral at another service, you can't go without another member of the church coming with you. Don't go on vacations without checking in with Jan first. Don't buy or drive a race car looking car. Don't play games on your computer. If you have games, don't erase or delete them. Don't own or use a Game Boy. Don't play games on your cell phone. Don't play hide and go seek. <laughs> Don't play Monopoly. Don't play football. I mean, it is. And this is a real church that he was talking about. Like, this is crazy. And has a sex thing, too. It's crazy. I didn't go, go seeking Nikes, man. I'm out of there. I can't go to that church. And, and of course, Jane Whaley is being uh, investigated in Western North Carolina. Uh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's like, if, 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 that was happening in a different country people in america would lose their minds if that was like if that was like a muslim thing or if that was a buddhist thing people would be like wow we need to keep those people out of here but there are people in the united states 
acting like a cult. That's that's crazy. Yep, yep, you're right. Well, that's all I got for today. Of course, I am Love Killer Trey, L-U-V-K-I-L-L-A-T-R-E on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and of course, Twitter. Uh, my real name, government name on Facebook, but y'all don't need to know. Shout out to everybody for holding it down. I'm out. Yeah, I'm uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Just want to just shout out all the all the great movies that came out, like uh, Moonlight, Get Out, Fences, Hidden Figures. If you haven't seen any of those movies, go out and see them. Uh, if you can, buy the DVDs to support the movies. Uh, that's that's really the only way to get those kinds of movies made is to see them opening weekend and to, and to buy them when the DVDs come out. And, and shout out to uh, Black Panther, which it hasn't come out yet. It comes out in 2018, but it's already I'm already deeming it the best movie Marvel has ever made. And hold up, I got a little list real quick. I'm sorry. Just want to give some shout outs. Want to give a shout out to uh, Asia. Want to give a shout out to uh, my pops for checking us out. Uh, Shaquem, of course, Leonard, Alicia, Ron, Shayla. Um, give a shout out to Aurelia for checking out our episodes. Want to give a shout out to Alicia. Want to give a shout out to hold on, just pulling up my holodex real quick. Um, a Shatavia. I want to give a shout out to Richard. Shout out to Tori. Shout out to Monty Brenda. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Dayspring. Uh, shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Shakisha. Shout out to Kanisha. Uh, shout out to Sienna. Shout out to Anika. God, you sound like you sound like DMX right now. Just hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just naming everybody. Shout out to Devin. Wow. Shout out to Ashley. Shout Jeez. out to Rock. Shout out to Terrence. Shout out to Bruce. Hey, everybody's been holding us down. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, it, it, like any anybody that's given us a good feedback or any any kind of feedback is good feedback for for us. So anybody that's done that, anybody that's listened, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, this is Southbreeze seven oh six. I got a couple shout outs. My name is Love Killer Trey, but shout out to Trill T <laughs> on Twitter at Drink Trill T. Check out his product; it's really good. Support a black business. Shout out to KJ Dallas Kid at Hoops KJ Hoop. Big Lakers wrestling fan. We can get him on. Shout out to the country Jamaica, specifically Saint Elizabeth, Kingston, the city of Augusta, Essex County, New Jersey. All my folks out here. Um, and shout out to Light Skin and Nikki. She knows she is. She was to the podcast. I'm sure I get her on too. Oh, shout out to Reva too. My bad. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Reva. Shout out to Carlicia. Shout out to Ryan, Brian, Ziggy, all the boys out there. So uh, John Gaston apparently is free. So shout out to John Gaston. Hey, shout out to John Gaston. Spoke to him the other day. So again, if you listen, you know you want to support us. We do this for fun. We do this for y'all. We do it for the people. Uh, tell your tell your friends if you like it. Share it. Like us on SoundCloud, repost, work on a Facebook, and we're working to move to iTunes once we get a couple of things moved out. So, again, we appreciate it. Uh, hold it down. We out. Peace. <laughs>